Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch to Row podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. I do have a slight disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I am okay with that. You have to be. Today is Monday, January the 16th. It is the 16th day of 2023, and there are 350 days left of this year. The moon is waning about 23.6 days old and 35% full. Um, We know that the next moon phase will be on Saturday, January the 21st, and that is going to be our new moon in Aquarius. The sun is still sitting in the sign of Capricorn. Um, some great incense to burn this week are bay leaves, ginseng, jasmine, myrtle, poppy, rosemary, lily. How are you? Happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy MLK Day. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well. I hope your last week was amazing. Um, thank you guys for all of the great feedback that you gave me last week in reference to the podcast i am making sure that i am taking it and evolving and curating it to make sure that it is um not just to witch bitch to row standards but to your guys's listening standards um i i want i want to say something obviously otherwise i want to have a whole fucking podcast right um We're changing the structure of the podcast again. (laughs) We're changing the structure of the podcast again. And that's just because last week was not enough for me. I was going back because you know I go back and I listen to every episode. I was going back and I was like, it it wasn't enough for me. Um, So... And after, after much consideration, um, especially with one of my mutuals, after much, much consideration, um, instead of every week having a theme, every month we're going to have a theme and then we'll break it down week by week. Um, so this month, January is going to be about misconceptions overall. Um, so we kind of got a rundown last week of the different and various misconceptions and then list of spirituality witchcraft tarot right and after listening to it i was like i wish i would have said this i i could have added that i would like there's so many that like are important that i find important that i missed and then it, it evolved into um why don't we make it the whole month? Like talk about, like break it down every category into four weeks. And I was like, holy shit. So every month, um, we'll we'll be talking about, um, a theme, right? Or a category, I guess. No, not a category, a theme. Um, this month's theme is misconceptions. Every month, you know, kind of goes with what's going on. Um, next month for the month of February, can you guess what the theme is? If you said love, you guessed it. Um, 
March will be about manifestations and luck. And that's all. That's all I'm going to tell you for now. But you, you're, you're picking up what I'm putting down, huh? <laughs> you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, so everything else is going to stay the same, um, except for that topic. The topic um, will fit the theme of that month. So we are going to keep it cute and continue with the misconceptions because there were so many that um, after listening, I really wanted to add. Now that all of that's out of the way, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Uh, is it 528 in the morning? Maybe. <laughs> um, today, so um, the astrological aspects, we got a lot of stuff going on. I filled up the whole page this week. Um, today on Monday, we have six moon transits happening, um, which can ensue emotional chaos for some of us. Um, anyway, Tuesday, um, tomorrow, the early bird gets the worm. And that is because moon is squaring in Saturn. Wednesday, Mercury goes direct. So all of you guys can stop bitching about poor communication and people not being able to communicate when it's just poor communication skills. Okay, anyway, um, the sun in Capricorn, uh, will be conjunct with Pluto in Capricorn, um, when, uh, Mercury does go, go correct, when Mercury goes correct, mm-hmm, on Friday, the sun enters Aquarius, uh, 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 you guys know that I have an Aquarius sun, that doesn't really mean anything, but, I mean, it does. We'll get into that another day, another month. Um, bird charts, sun signs, moon signs. It all just depends because everybody is every zodiac, right? And people are like, what's your zodiac sign? And I'm like, well, what placement, right? Anyway, we have the new moon. <laughs> we have the new moon on Saturday. Um, and it will be in Aquarius. Um, we will get a new moon episode. Um, I, I'm typically trying to do the new moon episodes on Wednesdays or Thursdays, depending on the day of the moon. Like, obviously, if the moon is on a damn Tuesday, I'm not going to upload the new moon episode on a Thursday. Um, Sunday is the Lunar New Year. We will be of the year of rabbit. The year of rabbit. Um, the water rabbit to be exact. Um, the Lunar New Year typically takes place from January 22nd to, um, well, this Lunar New Year is going to take place from January 22nd to February 9th, 2024. Um, the next year of the rabbit will actually be in 2035. Um, and the lunar new year is between 21 and 50 days behind the Gregorian calendar. Um, it's tip. It can range from, um, a seven to a 21 day celebration. Um, the year of the rabbit is about, um, talent um, and having talents at many things. Um, so seeing our talents kind of come through, shine through, um, affection and being a very affectionate, 
Um, these are also could be characteristics of somebody that was born in the year of the rabbit. Um, they appreciate tranquility and they seek out peace. So this year we'll be seeking out a lot of peace. We'll be focusing on tranquility and, um, excuse me. I got the cups. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of, I accidentally, well, yeah, I accidentally forgot to read this. So, um, take me back, take me back, take me back. So what does it mean when the sun enters, um, into Aquarius? Um, when the sun is entering in Aquarius, we'll see a lot of personal freedoms, um, intellectual happiness, um, but also a need to be more logical. Um, we, we can see ourselves becoming more visionary, um, or even like, um, more fel philanthropic, philanthropic, um, or even innovative. Um, and those are also the characteristics of somebody that has the sun in Aquarius. Um, before we go back over, um, the transits or through the week, right? Because I know I was like on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know what the fuck are you talking about? Um, I do want to talk about, um, the new moon that's taking place on Saturday. Again, just a little quickie and, um, we'll get that episode on Thursday, right? Um, so the new moon, um, it's going to be logic versus emotions and making, uh, choices will be hard. Um, it's, uh, cold and straight right? Um, this new moon will be represented by the five of swords tarot, um, which, which is, uh, being an outsider on purpose, right? Um, you, you will see yourself bringing more structure. You will see your, um, self making some serious commitments during this time that will flourish. So all in all, because a lot of some of that y'all are like, what the fuck are you talking about? That makes no sense at all to me. Well, let me tell you, let me fucking tell you. Um, this week you could get off to a grumpy start. Okay. Um, filled with anxiety, um, over controlling authoritarians, uh, who keeps everyone around them walking on eggshells. So you could feel like you're walking on eggshells. Um, luckily the energy will shift on Tuesday when a sense of personal autonomy and power returns. Uh, there's a going to be a feeling of fate and destiny in the air on Tuesday slash and or Wednesday. So, um, if you want, like break out them date naps, start swiping, uh, cause Mercury does go direct. It's been retrograde since the 29th of December. So, um, the past few weeks, there's been a lot of crossed wires, um, even technical glitches like bitch, my eye fucking pencil broke my eye pencil, my Apple pencil broke and I gotta go get it fixed today. I don't know how that host stopped working anyway. Um, online shopping problems and travel days, um, 
after Wednesday or from Wednesday on, I guess you could say, um, clarity will return with Friday being, um, inspired by brainstorming and problem solving. Um, this will, this is one of the best weeks of the year by far, but it's the third week out this bitch. Um, powerful, loving vibes around making it optimal, making it optimal for you and your friends to hang out, to support each other, to be there for each other. Um, the new moon in Aquarius on Saturday, um, on Saturday, um, is going to push everybody to get out of their comfort zone. So like, bitch, you're not the only one. Sit your ass down. Okay. Um, advice to get through this week, um, avoid signing contracts, um, making very important decisions. I don't know why I put very important decisions, um, or finalizing negotiations until Wednesday when Mercury ends its retrograde station and goes direct. After this date, all personal planets will be direct. Okay. For the first time since last October. For the first time since October. Um, and the pace of life will finally um, start to slow down and be able to go with the flow. Um, singles, this could be a time for you to look out for your person. Okay. This could be a time to look out for your person if you look up for your soulmate. <laughs> what are those? Um, so the top trend, the top um, astrological events this week, I would definitely say, I don't know. I was like kind of in between the two. So I just put both of them down. Well, I highlighted both of them. Um, Saturday, the new moon, obviously in Aquarius. Um, but it's in conjunction with Pluto in Capricorn right? Sextiling Jupiter in Aries and trining Mars in Gemini. This day will be bursting with passion, confidence, and enthusiasm. Perfect for a date. Like Saturday, somebody rocking, knocking the boots. Um, let's get into the crystal of this week. So, um, after going over, right? And, um, looking at looking at what's happening and what's taking place this week i was like you know what a good crystal this week will be rose quartz um rose quartz is of the planet venus zodiac sign taurus libra gemini uh, that is not right that is not right taurus libra scorpio um it is of the element water color pink sacred number seven and on the hardness scale it's about five to a seven and a half okay some of some of old girl's properties we love it some of her properties we know are self-love right um a lot of people use her for self-love relationships creativity physical healing, empathy, cleansing, relaxation, anxiety relief. Um, these are all on the top of my head. Um, maybe even, um, patience, calming and patience, um, off the top of my head. Right. Um, I love a good piece of rose quartz and, uh, you'll see me with my rose quartz on this week. Um, rose quartz is one of the most common varieties in the quartz family and is primarily found in Brazil, Madagascar, and South Dakota. Uh, it usually forms in the cores of granite 
um, Pagamites. I don't know what I'd be putting in here sometimes and has, um, a hazy translucent appearance. Its color ranges from a light pale pink to a dark hot pink, which can have, um, some reddish hues. And I have one that has like that reddish orange hue in it and it's gorgeous. Um, and that's due to the traces, uh, the trace amounts, excuse me, of titanium, iron, and magnesium. The color is very stable, um, and will not fade with heat or direct sunlight. <laughs> Overall, rose quartz is a stone of pure love. Um, it assists in waking or awakening the heart to its purest love potentials, allowing one to find love for themselves and others. This awakening of the heart also provides deep feelings of personal fulfillment and contentment. It assists with spiritual atonement to the earth, universe, and divine, which allows one to deeply link their own heart to their other's hearts. Rose quartz does carry feminine energy, um, and it encourages compassion, peace, tenderness, um, and healing, which brings forth that nourishment and that comfort. Um, rose quartz is a great stone to pair with. Um, it, it, it's, I, I think it's a great stone to pair with just because it is, uh, quartz, right? Um, so if we're talking about like, um, purity and balance, um, I would definitely combine it with an emerald, um, to help kind of enhance awakening that heart on a deeper connection, especially with emerald having, excuse me, also the energies of Venus. Um, we could even use it with tiger's eye and that will help us like realize our heart's desire and physically, um, moving forward with our heart's desire desires. Even when we're talking about blue tiger's eye it can specifically, um, enhance rose quartz when we're talking about, um, having that ability to discern negative energies and to like cleanse our auras, um, even Moldavite for my tag type lovers, um, even Moldavite, um, it, it, it can enhance that awakening, um, through the heart center and provide the power of love. Okay. So I think with everything that's going on, <laughs> I think that is a great crystal to work with for the week. Okay. So now my mouth is watering. So, um, next week we will do, um, to wrap up misconceptions since it'll be the last week for the January podcast. Um, we will wrap up the misconceptions with, um, tarot and witchcraft. Um, cause, uh, the spirituality one, it, it, it's a big chunk. It's a big chunk of my notes. And I was like, you know, we can wrap these last two into one episode, but spirituality needs its own episode. Um, y'all know me, we love the dictionary. You know, I have to understand the interpretations of what you're saying. So, um, this week we're going to follow the theme and we will be talking about the misconceptions of spirituality. 
Um, so I started with the word spirituality because, you know, sometimes the math doesn't math for me. So I got to figure it out. I started out the words with the word spirituality. It is a noun. Um, the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Okay. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Right. So then I was like, let me look at these common words. Cause you know, might as well. Um, so then we saw spiritual. So obviously I clicked that. So spiritual as an adjective, um, related to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Similar words to that or intangible. Uh, Monday, I mean, excuse me, intangible and material transcendent, um, inner. And I was like, what the fuck? Then there's, um, the second definition relating to religion or religious belief. Um, and then a similar word to that was religious, sacred, divine, holy, non-secular. Transcendent stuck out to me. Right. Mind you, none of these words, similar words have spirituality or spiritual in them. Even transcendent does not have spiritual as a similar word, but we'll get there. Transcendent. It's an adjective. Um, beyond or above the range of normal or merely physical human experience, surpassing the ordinary, exceptional, okay, of God existing part from not subject to limitations of the material world. I didn't get that. And I read it hella times and that's exactly how it is written. And y'all know I'm just learning how to read, but that's exactly how it's written. And I was like, okay. Um, in a scholastic, um, physiology, philosophy, excuse me. Oh my God. See, I told you I was learning how to read. Ooh, two, two, two. Higher than or not included in any Aristotle's 10 categories, right? And then even in um, another type of philosophy, not realizable in existence. Mind you, spiritual um, did not come up, but a similar word was religious. So we're going to look at religious. <laughs> religious related to or believing in a religion similar words god fearing godly devote all right anyway um of a belief or practice forming parts of someone's thought about or worship of a divine being that's another Here's and so uh, one of those similar words is spiritual. Church, churchly. We have another one. Belonging or relating to an order or other group of people 
who are united by their practice of religion. Treated or regarded with a devotion and scrupulousness appropriate to worship. Spiritual, um, sadist, consensus. Um, so then I clicked on spiritual again because you know I love when Google takes us around the way. Spiritual. Here's the second one. Because remember, I, I put it next to the other one. The first one was relating to or affecting human spirit or soul as opposed to materials or physical things. So to get back to the word spiritual, we went through transcendent, religious, and then we got back to spiritual. And this time around, um, it says relating or believing in a sense of self affected by sp your spirit or soul that you are opposed to material things and physical things. That sounds hella different. I'm just saying. I'm just, it made me itch. I don't know if y'all heard me itch. And again... This is where the misconception starts. Not me writing smack a hoe at Trader Joe's on the top of these notes. <laughs> One misconception. Um, this was at the top of the list. Um, and me and my mutual actually talked about this. Um, because it, it stood out to me. And I was like, what the fuck? That don't make no sense. Um... um but once you wake up, you become numb. And, um, or once you become more aware, you become numb. Um, it's like you're not caring about what happens in the physical realm. Or, um, you, you don't care, like, everything, you know? Like, people are like, oh, they're crazy, everything. They say all of this crazy stuff. Um, I, I agree and I disagree. It's not that you become numb. I think that you're more connected and you understand this game called life in a different way. You care, but you care in a different way. I, I don't think you become numb. I think you become more aware if anything. And, um, I think that is a difficult understanding or that is a difficult statement for some to understand or to wrap their head around. But honestly, I don't give a fuck. Again, this is my opinion. You know, do your own researches. I could be lying to you. I could be making this up. I could be pulling this out of my asshole. You wouldn't know until you looked it up, okay? Um, but that's something that um, that's something that I saw, and even um, my mutual that was helping me with this episode, um, she was like, "Yeah, that's stupid." And I was like, "It is," <laughs> but it came up in multiple, like it came up multiple times. Um, 
oh my gosh, this one. I just got like a little <sighs> love and light. I even put an asterisk. Kristen, do not rant for more than two minutes. It's not about you. <laughs> it's about understand the understanding you're spreading. <laughs> I'm like, mind you guys, like I do these notes throughout the week. So like when I wrote this, since it's at the top of the list, it's probably like almost in exactly a week ago. So probably like Tuesday or Wednesday. So I'm forgetting what I write. Love and light. Not everything is love and light. We can't be love and light. As I tell you guys, these love and light bitches scare the fuck out of me. They really do. They really, really do. Um, And I say that because it goes as simple um, as as above, so below, right? Like, even if we're thinking of the karmic circle... or or excuse me, even if we think karma as a circle or the wheel of fortune, right? Um, love and light can get you fucked up. And yes, we all get what we deserve. Um, but love and light can get you fucked up. Um, it, it, it allows you to not have the ability to use your discernment when it comes to the energies that you are exchanging with because you're trying to shine light on everybody and everything that doesn't always need light okay and not for anything i don't you can't i don't want somebody that's happy all of the time i don't want somebody that is always positive i I need somebody that it, it gets frustrated that understands the various emotions to help me and to exchange with me and the way that um i have my interactions and i have my feelings right oh yeah we okay i'm not not me sitting in the chair with my hand on my hip. Where the fuck am I going? <laughs> um, this is one that is, um, I, I don't necessarily know if it's a misconception, but I had to put it in here because, um, it, it's, um, I think it's, it, it, assist with the misconceptions especially about spirituality but passing untrue information off as fact do your fucking research use multiple sources um not everything is fact um you also have to think i i say lies versus experiences right lies versus experiences it's like the the feather, like the rumor mill, right? When we talk about the feather, it's like if you cut open a pillowcase, you're driving down the road, you cut up a pillowcase full of feathers and you let them hose go as you're driving down the road. Are you ever going to be able to get every single one of the motherfucking feathers that was in that pillow back in that pillow? No. And I feel that is the way that it is when we're talking about spreading information about spirituality, um, the craft, your practice, whatever. Not everything you fucking hear is fact, especially if that shit's on TikTok. Not everything that you fucking hear is fact. I, oh my gosh, story time, story fucking time. I, um recently was interacting with somebody that showed me a book that somebody else was reading 
and um, they sent me the author's page. And looking at the author's page and reading what the author wrote, uh, this person pulled this entire shit out of their ass. There's uh, entire shit out of their ass. And the math wasn't mathing. But because there are people that are truly trying to get into their spiritual practice or truly trying to gain or understand this knowledge, um, they will take that as fact. Do your fucking research. Do your research. You should be using multiple sources. You should have an ogle of sources. Right? Not anything, like, that's why I say lies versus experiences. I could read 10 books, right? I could read 10 books and get various different informations, right? But I could go ask my mentor who's been practicing for 40, 50 plus years, right? And gain and help me gain understanding for all of those sources, but still give me her experiences or their experiences in reference to what I'm asking about or for or whatever. Um, so I actually, I'm going to add something to that. So it's lies versus fat versus, um, researches versus experiences. Um, and not for anything. Most of the time, like people's experiences not only trumped the trump the research that I do, um, but it also helps me align with what doesn't make as much sense. Okay. Um, another misconception: you have to follow a, a you have to follow a schedule. You have to journal. You have to exercise. You have to meditate. You have to eat clean. You have to, etc., etc. No, the fuck you don't. No, you don't. If it becomes a routine, if it becomes hard, then it is not. It's not spirituality. It's not you exchanging that energy uh, with spirit to be aligned in the. Right way. If you're a person that needs a list or a schedule, by all means, make a checklist. Shit, I have a checklist, right? But if it is starting to become mundane, like that's not it. Um, but also, you have to be willing to redefine those things um, for yourself. Like, what do those things look like? What does exercising, meditating, journaling look like to you? What does it feel like to you? What does it mean to you? Um, a, a lot of people think that meditating, um, has to be stationary, um, or even doing like spiritual exercises have to be, uh, you have to be up and you have to be moving. No, no, you don't. Um, meditating again, this is from the interwebs dictionary. Anyway, um, to think deeply or focus actively um, one's mind for a period of time 
with the aid of chanting or religious or spiritual purposes or as for, excuse me, religious or spiritual purposes or as a method of relaxation. Um, the second part of that, think deeply and carefully to think deeply or carefully about something. The third one about that to plan mentally or to consider similar words, contemplate, think about, ponder, um, muse. I don't know when that's there anyway. Right. So then even when we go to the word meditation, the action or practice of meditating, a written spoken or physical discourse expressing considered thoughts on a subject. Nothing about what I just read to you has anything to do with being stationary. So it's like, we, we are we, re, that's, that's just the word meditate, right? So are we redefining and actually understanding what these words mean, feel, look like to us and what they actually mean, feel, and look like? Okay. Um, you need spirit God, you need spiritual guides or you need mentors in order to advance. They're great to have, but again, experiences versus interactions, mentors versus mutuals. And we're a community, right? Like we're meant to be communal. We have to have these exchanges. You don't need them. I mean, they'd be great to have, but you don't need them. Right? Like everybody's like, I need a mentor. I need, I need this, this, and this. No, granted, granted, granted. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. And some practices you do. I'm just talking about spirituality in general. Okay? I don't, I don't want the girl is coming for me. I don't want the girlies coming for me or the them theys, okay? I don't want y'all coming for me. Some practices, you do need a mentor. You do need, you know, to be guided by that person, a mutual mentor, whatever. But we're just talking about spirituality overall, right? Just in general. This is a generalized statement. You don't always need a guide and a mentor. It's good to have, but you don't need it. It also depends on your practice. Shit. <laughs> so this one, um, I'm going to save for next week. I, we wrote it. I wrote it on this one, but we're going to save that for next week because she's juicy. Um, and then... Um, the last one, we actually both wrote this, like when we were going over our notes, uh, we actually both wrote this, um, spirituality is a practice. Um, and they wrote, I believe it's a lifestyle under their notes. I wrote yes, but mine said spirituality, um, is not a religion, right? Like spirituality is a religion as a religion, which is one of my misconceptions, but spirituality is a way of life. You can be religious and spiritual, right? Spirituality is a way of life. 
going back to the definition of spirituality, the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Okay. If you are a spiritual person or, you know, it's like the same person that was like, my spiritual journey was amazing and now it's done. I am able to help people red fucking flag i was like i don't want it i literally slowly backed away i was like i gotta go i think that my vacuum is coming through the ceiling i have to go walk my goldfish <laughs> okay like i have to go walk my goldfish i will ttyl um but uh, those are some of the misconceptions in spirituality is there more fuck yeah fuck yeah there's more Absolutely. But these are the ones that, these are the ones that I chose. Well, after listening to this, will be, will there be some that I want to add? Probably fuckingly. Am I going to add them? No. We're just going to close this chapter out. Or maybe I'll add them to next week's. We'll see. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> and all, actually, so if you guys, um, listen here on, uh, 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 who is this on Spotify? Um, make sure you sound off below and, um, add your two little senses in the, um, little chat below. I was looking at something. Don't, don't, don't. So this week, the card of the day, um, the card of the week, excuse me, is the chariot. So we'll be talking about the chariot, the story of the chariot, and, um, then we'll wrap it up with our empowering question of the week. The chariot. A young king rides in his chariot drawn by two sphinxes. Confident in his abilities, the charioteer does not use the reins to control the creatures. A wand or scepter in his hand um, keeps the sphinxes in balance and in harmony. The wand symbolizes willpower, shows that the king uses his power for a greater good. His laurel, crowned with an eight-pointed star, mm, symbolizes his dominion over the land. Even the starry heavens bless him, as shown in the canopy of his chariot. He wears armor to signify his ability to fight for justice if there is a need. Black and white sphinxes reflect the pillars of Boaz and Jezine, severity and mercy, which we see in the High Priestess and throughout the tarot deck. Uh, oh, let me keep going. Um, the winged solar disc sits... Um, embolized above a symbol which some see as philific, representing the union of the positive and the negative, while others perceive the symbols, the symbol as a spindle, a feminine symbol of spinning and weaving life into a harmonious form. Behind the king, his rich lands and estates bathe in sunlight while upon his shoulder he bears the emblem of the other source of illumination, the moon. I never noticed that. Cool. Um, 
in appearance, the chariot tore in sunlight, asking, um, Aiken to Apollo. Um, yet because he travels, he is associated with the God Hermes. So that, that's the, that's that man's story. Cause you guys know that there's a story to every card and then there's a divinatory meaning. So that's that man's story. Um, the divinatory meaning upright triumph, victory, success, control over natural forces, balance, triumph over obstacles in all forms, whether ill health, financial, what ill health, financial, etc. This card is a victory. The aspects for travel are beautiful. Your efforts will pay dividends. Success comes through the applications of oneself. The tasks fall to you alone. This is the one card in the major arcana that foretells immediate victory to the seeker. Ooh, go meeker. In reversed, unethical victory. Um, decadence, ill health restlessness desire to change victory but through unethical means restlessness of spirit imbalance with others um sickness could be indicated especially in the middle of the summer as this card is ruled by the astro um, astrological sign of cancer um defeat quarrel vengeance animal passions what that's what it says though <laughs> remember not to control the chariot by brute force or you will end up face down in the dirt use the wand and the wisdom to bring you rewards okay um i, I like that i like that i like that for us this week think about it Especially with every, all of the astrological, I just yawned, excuse me, all the astrological shifts and um, things that are taking place. Our empowering question of the week, coming straight to you from our empowering question stack. What does being, B-E-I-N-G, mean to you? What does being mean to you? Mm, great question great question make sure you guys head over to witchbitchtarot.com so you can see everything that i have to offer where you can also book a private session um if you guys are interested in that oraline astrology calendar um the link will be in the description box and you can use the code witchbitch to get 10 percent off of your journal um and we'll be doing some of those new moon journal prompts um or I'll, at least i'll be asking you about those new moon journal prompts some of them not all of them because you all gotta get it to see in that new moon episode so this week we're going to be getting two episodes and it will be um obviously the one that you're listening to <laughs> and then the one for the new moon um you guys know i couldn't do this without you and i wouldn't want to um I appreciate you. Please make sure that you guys are sending out your feedback. I am trying to not even trying. Fuck that word. I've been using that word a lot lately. Not even a lot, but I've been catching myself and I'm like, ew. Um, I would love to continue to curate it for all of our experiences to be the best. Um, okay. I'm gonna go now. 
as you know, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Anyway, as you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, I do not sell owls. So stop fucking asking.